You're invited to take a vacation from everybody else's vacation to a place where you can explore cypress swamps and magical gardens and see a 65-foot waterfall that once powered an old mill that you can walk through today. Or just float along the cool, rushing waters of an old-fashioned swimming hole. See the places and plan your journey at visitmississippi.org slash outdooradventure. Mississippi. Wanderers welcome. Today's episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, we are covering Demon Slayer Mugen Train, which is currently in theaters. Right after these ads, we have no control over. At Solomon Brothers Jewelers, their customers always come first. They're a family business that has been setting the standard of customer care for over 30 years. They have thousands of in-stock options for wedding bands, engagement rings, and loose diamonds, and can promise the lowest prices at the highest quality. A diamond marks a new chapter in your life. Trust Solomon Brothers experts with commemorating the most precious moments in your life. Visit SolomonBrothers.com today to begin making memories. You're invited to explore cypress swamps and magical gardens and float along the rushing waters of an old-fashioned swimming hole. Plan your journey at visitmississippi.org slash outdooradventure. Mississippi, wanderers welcome. Sing along if you know the words. One, two, three, four. It's animation, deliberation, conversation, and a celebration of a favorite action animated series, yeah. Today on the Animation Deliberation Podcast, as I said, we are covering Demon Slayer. I'm very excited to be covering an anime. I am your host, Suhair Ali. And joining me for this coverage is the always energetic Sarah Day McDougal. Sarah Day, how are you doing? Hello, I am doing so well and so excited to talk about this movie. It's nice to be able to record with you again. Yes, yes, definitely. So, there was a lot of emotions in this movie. Uh Far more than I could have anticipated. Yes, the emotional rainbow for sure. So let's kind of go through like our experience of the show. So this show has one season. It's currently on Netflix. It's amazing if you guys haven't seen it. Like this is your official spoiler warning. We're going to be nerding out. Please go watch the series before you listen to us ruin everything for you. Uh, My friend happened to text me and say, hey, this movie is coming out, binge the show, because we're going to go watch it in theaters. And I absolutely love the theater, so I was like, yes, any excuse to do so. Watch the series, and the show, or the season one of the show, ends where this movie begins. So it's actually part of the story. It's canon, which I thought was fascinating. I've only watched the movie once. I've only watched the season of Demon Slayer once, so I apologize for any mispronunciations, or if I happen to forget details here and there, I'm just very excited. I'm You get to see genuine, raw expression of how <laughs> I feel about this series. Um, how about you? What was your exposure to this series? So it's kind of a funny story. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, uh, my husband Matthew, he told me about this anime. He's been getting me into a lot of different animes, so I was like, okay, let's try it out. After the first episode, uh, I, I, can we go into spoilers? Are we like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler. So, spoiler. The first episode, the main characters, Tanjiro, his family gets slaughtered by a demon. Yep. And I'm talking little kids, his mother, like five characters slaughtered. 
And I was like, what are you having me watch? I'm not watching this. This is too dark for me. Not doing it. Uh, and he was like, okay, <laughs> moving on. And then when the Zack Snyder's Justice League was coming out, um, I wanted I wanted to watch it to compare it to the other version so you and I could talk about it. And I asked Matt to watch it with me. And he said, let's make a deal. I will watch this with you if you watch Demon Slayer. <laughs> So he did watch the movie with me. I had to go back to Demon Slayer. I am so glad I did. I'm Who so got glad. the better end of that deal? Oh, Matthew, for sure. Um, the um, This anime is, it, it is very dark. It, I, sometimes it's still like I cringe and it's hard for me to watch some scenes. It's very, very dark, but it's also very lighthearted um, in some scenes, but it's beautifully animated the music is fantastic. And to be honest, after seeing the movie, I am all in 100%. The movie was one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. And it was our first date um, in a theater uh, since all of this 2020 stuff happened. Aw. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so um, with that, let's go into the movie. First, I want to talk about, like the detail that was in this movie like all the nerdy cinematic stuff that i really enjoyed i want to give a big applause to the music like it was fantastic the the series itself does such a good job at having like the cringiest music like Mm -hmm. it's very chanty but it's like eerie whenever like one of the new demons is coming up and i'm not a fan of like horror stuff like i I can't watch horror movies so they really do a good job of setting up that essence that just gets it just gives Mm -hmm. me the chills like i'm just so uncomfortable right beforehand but any hype music that came in like right before a battle sequence so so spectacular so so well done and the last song that was in the credits, like, actually had me bawling. Like, my friend had to run out to use the bathroom. Just like, okay, take your time. <laughs> yep. I agree. The music was fantastic. And to be honest, I don't remember appreciating the movie. I, I'm sorry, the music in the show. But during the movie, watching the movie, 100% what you said. Like, the hype before a battle scene, the eerie music. Like, I really noticed the music in this film. And I can't wait to see when season two comes out and, and hopefully I can pay attention to the music better. I could see that perhaps in the series, you kind of mute out the music because it's mm-hmm. the same tracks used throughout the series. So then you focus sure. on the dialogue a little bit more. And also I think another factor is that I watched season one dubbed. Mm. So I'm, I'm listening to what they're saying and trying to listen to the music whereas i'm reading subtitles so i could focus on the music a lot more right. when it came to the movie and that kind of transitions into the next part i think the japanese voices are a lot more tolerable <laughs> than the dub ones mm-hmm. i was gonna ask you if you if you saw it dubbed or subbed um i have a i always watch anime with subtitles i cannot do okay. the english dubbed version because Especially with lighter shows um, like Fairy Tale, I feel like the English voice actors—I don't want to say dumb it down—but they're a lot more animated <laughs> than yeah. I feel. Like, of course, I don't speak Japanese; I don't know how they talk in the Japanese culture. But just watching the dub feels like it's just geared towards children as opposed to adults. Um, so I don't know how season one 
uh, because this is a darker show, would have translated. But I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, in regards to tone, I could see it like it's just it's over animated. Um, sometimes the voice just get me. It it depends on the show though. So like Dragon Ball Z, I refuse I refuse to watch in Japanese because having that woman as a grown man just doesn't make sense to me it made sense when he was a kid but i can't handle that level of screaming every time he powers up just very (laughs) often uh naruto i can go either way i like sub but i'm okay with dub same with my hero um but this is one where i watched a dub because i just don't have time for subtitles right Uh, but for the movie obviously i didn't have an option like my my phone wasn't anywhere near me so i got to enjoy uh subtitles for that one and Forgive me, I have to keep looking at the name list. Zenitsu mm-hmm. is the one that kills me in English. <laughs> I can after, imagine. After I got my vaccine, I had a splitting headache, and every time he screamed, I wanted uh, to throw something at the TV. It's so yeah. and like he does it a lot in the show. He does it a lot in Japanese, but it's like it it is more comedic and like yeah, it's over the top, but it's like tolerable. Whereas in the English one, I'm just like, no, can't do it, can't do it, please, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the in comparison, the voice acting, I think, is just phenomenal that they, that they do for these characters. I've been reading a lot of reviews, and I have heard a lot about how um, Zanitsu is so annoying to so many people. And yes, he is, like, the most annoying out of the characters that we know, but I don't find him that bad um so i wonder if that's because I, i'm already used to the subtitles and, and that um that tone as opposed to the dubbed version yeah going forward i'm pretty sure it's going to be a weekly release thing so i could get into watching subs for 20 minutes as opposed to binging over a whole day next thing i want to talk about is how great the graphics are mm-hmm. like I, I actually don't know how long the show has been out, but I imagine it hasn't been too long. But the movie, it was just beautiful. Like, all the scenes that they had of the train, like, the B-roll shots of it, of the yeah. train going through and the rocks and the grass and everything, like, that looked live action. It was mm-hmm. gorgeous. It was really cool whenever they cut to those scenes. And Demon Slayer does a really good job at, like, the environment is really detailed, but because the main characters move around so much, like that's a little bit more simplified, right? For a lack of a better word, mm-hmm. and it really makes up for it when the action scenes kick in because the art that goes into the element, the water, yes. the fire, the lightning, it like it's amazing. Paint that on my wall, like how do I, I how do know. I get a muralist yes. to, to yes. do that for like an accent wall, like? <laughs> gorgeous just so so well done mm-hmm. on the show alone and the movie did not slack on it one bit it was just so beautiful to look at mm-hmm. so i am obsessed with you know like all things nautical the water um i if i had to choose an element i would totally choose the water element so whenever tanjiro fights and uses you know his sword i love the animation so much but um the fire is just as fire as the water yeah. it's everything is just so gorgeous to watch and i'm just so excited to see where we go from from here and and, and as they're as they grow as demon slayers um 
how their attacks start to look, you know? Yeah, it's it's beautiful. This is one of the few times that we get to see the Hashira at the full capacity, too. And not to skip too much, but we see uh, Rengoku use his flame ability uh-huh. a lot. Which I believe in the show they said like there's a big difference between like a flame user and a fire user. So yes. correct me if I start saying fire, but we get to see his flame ability. He flexes that very early in the movie. They're on the train because there have been reports of about 40 people missing off of this train. So they got a Hashira to be on the train to figure out what's going on. And, of course, they're accompanied by our main four, Tanjiro, Nezuko, who's chilling in the box most of the time, Inosuke, who's probably my favorite, and Zenitsu. Um, so, we see uh, <laughs> sorry, Inosuke on the train for the first time. I did not expect that at all. It's going so fast! I want to go out of the train and see who can run faster. And he's just yes. so... No, you can't jump out! So... You can't jump out! He's <laughs> just trying to pull him in. It's like, you idiot! Stay in here! Mm-hmm. Oh, and the I... dynamic between those two and how much they hate each yes. other is so hilarious. Um, We'll get to it at the end, probably, but how... The ending kind of circles back to this moment of him thinking the train is the demon. Um, I, I like that they circled back and he was just kind of like, I knew it. Is this during the dream sequence or did he say that before? Um, this is before they even boarded the train. When he's first seeing the train. I, maybe it was um, the season finale. I, I thought they redid it in the beginning of the movie, but he... Like, tries to attack the train because he thinks that train is the demon because he's never seen one before. And Zensiso is like, no, the train is how we, like, travel to the demon. The demon is, like, in the train. Oh, I must have missed that. So at the end, um, not to get too spoily now, but obviously the the, um, Enmo fuses with the train. So Ensuki, oh gosh, I'm so bad at these names. Inosuke. Inosuke. Inosuke essentially is right. Like, the train was the demon. And he was like, huh. I'm the best leader. I was right. <laughs> this show is so clever. I love it. Uh-huh. It's so, so good. Uh, the, the the conversation between Tanjiro and Rengoku is pretty interesting as well. It's one thing that bothers me a little bit about anime movies is they spend a lot of time doing recap. Some of it I thought was a little stretched out, but overall it wasn't bad, just to kind of give an idea of the story and mention as much as they can. But with it being canon, um, I guess it was important for them to just make sure that everybody was on the same page on how the story was progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first time that we see Rengoku after the whole trial of Tanjiro to determine whether or not that... Um, Nezuko could be part of the Demon's Lair. She needed to be executed at that point. So it was nice being able to dial in on these members of the Hashira. What did you What did you think of him uh, initially, like, just throughout that conversation? Because it's the most dialogue we've gotten out of him since the trial. I didn't know really what to think of him in the beginning, um, especially as he's eating his food and he's all he's saying is delicious, delicious, delicious. <laughs> and then he's not looking at anybody. He's just looking, you know, straight 
at nothing. And then I'm like, okay, like, what is what is this guy's deal? I, where are we going with this? Um, but he definitely proves himself as soon as he starts fighting. He's at amazing. first, like, I see the the comedic relief, even though it's the beginning of the movie, of him just, like, never making eye contact. And I think it's hilarious just because Time Trail's, like, always pointing it out, too. Yes. But it is such a baller move because how I see it, like, from, like, an environmentally aware standpoint is that he's on a mission, right? Mm. So he's looking in one direction, but he sees everything type of thing. Like, mm. he's looking from his peripherals more than the direction that he's in. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even funnier that he tells Tanjiro to sit next to him and not across from him. Because, like, hey, just just sit over here so you're not blocking my... I, I know yeah. you're over there. It's fine. <laughs> but his, like... His... I was just like, why does this guy smile so much? It's driving me crazy. Um, and then you see it's, it's the same reason as another member of the Hashira whose name escapes me. Um, forgive me for not wanting to waste your time trying to look it up but the one who deals with like insects and healing and, mm. and whatnot like she has her reason for smiling shinobu shinobu Sh- shinobu yeah she has her reason for smiling and rogoku seems to be following that same essence of like mm. he's he's very leader mentality he was like i have to protect the people who can't protect themselves i have to protect the people who train under me and it's one of those things like when the movie ended and we saw so much about him, it made this initial scene so much more powerful, in my opinion. Yeah. I've only Did you seen... watch Naruto at all? No. Oh. Well, for people who have watched, it kind of reminds me of Mike Guy and his final fight as well. Um, just really, really good character development. It's sad to see him go. Yeah, I um, it was very sad and very, I don't want to say disappointing, but I also, I don't want to say I liked it either, but it makes the stakes so much higher that the first battle we see between a um, Hashira and one of the upper level demons does not go our way. So the next time we yeah. get a Hashira fighting an upper level demon or the next time what if one of our trio sees them like they still have so far to go um mm-hmm. it just makes it that much more intense that we know this is going to be a tough fight and we starting at the very beginning we don't know if our hashiras are going to beat the demons or not and also all this time i thought it was one demon so the correct me on this if you remember the top of your head the conductor comes before they fight any demons right to click the the punch cards i i don't remember okay i thought that they came first because they were all kind of just like chilling together right but at the beginning of the movie i you know this whole movie went before going in i thought it was just going to be one powerful demon right so it was cool that they had two lesser demons so that rengoku had a chance to flex because mm-hmm. he goes in he just takes out the first one super quick uh tanjiro is just super impressed like wow like it was just effortless it was one slice but that thing was ugly oh yeah just faces on two sides you see everyone in the train freaking out but he still maintains that smile and the speed the (laughs) way he just shot in a straight line and fired just going right down the alley not touching anybody not hurting anybody else but just the trail of fire that comes in and just slices that head clean off i was like thank you for cleaning that ugly thing so quick (laughs) Um, yeah, and not, then 
Now that Sorry, we're talking about it, I think that the two demons were first because when he clips the ticket, that's the spell that puts them to sleep. Oh, and the the way the music kicked in with the lights flickering, mm, it just got mm-hmm. darker and darker and just, and the lights caught off. Oh my God, that gave me chills. It was so beautiful. And again, I hate horror stuff and I just <laughs> have such a high appreciation for like how they build the suspense and stuff like this. Um, and then we get to the second demon where at this point, Inosuke is like, he just wants to show off because we we learned in the first season that um, he has like a macho man complex where like mm-hmm. he wants to be the strongest. He <laughs> wants to be the biggest. And when he struggled and Ahashira came in and knocked out the person with such ease, he was like, that really hit his morale. And there was a whole arc on him trying to get like back up there and get his confidence back. So at this point, he's like, all right, now it's my turn. I want to go start balling. And you see how in such a short amount of time, Rengoku actually looks at the situation of, we need to protect the civilian. I need to keep you guys safe. And then we can kill the demon. So with his speed, pushing one guy out of the way, saving the guy. And then it's like, hey, learning lesson for you guys. Now it's clear. Mm -hmm. Slice it clean off. It's also so interesting to see, like, speaking of Inosuke and his arc that we've seen so far, um, in this movie, we've seen how far the trio has come. Um, mm-hmm. Even Nesuko, like, all four of them, how far they've come. But we also see how far they still have to go. Like, to see Ren, Ren, um, Ren Goku and how amazing he is and like we know that these three can get there but we it's going to be a long road Mm -hmm. it's really impressive and again at this point i don't even think i ever watched a trailer going to this movie i never watched a trailer when i watched demon slayer so kind of went in blind to it all (laughs) i sure did (laughs) um you went in blind or you i went in blind yeah i I hadn't ever saw a trailer yeah um the hand talking to the kids was pretty creepy. I was like, is this the demon? And later we see it's just a part of him, but the fact that it just leaves and comes back is just, ah. Yeah, I hated the hand the whole time. That I like, because that's how he gives his spell is like holding yeah. it. Like, oh, it was the worst. Um, and we see our heroes are passed out. Uh, they're all having their dream. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole concept is that you dream something that makes you happy and you get so enveloped in it that eventually you just stop breathing. And even the Hashira can't survive something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler, they do. <laughs> um, but let's going one by one just to kind of talk about each character and talk about what their dream sequence is. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with uh, Zenitsu. <laughs> yes, his the best. <laughs> me up. You want to you tell about it? Yeah, so um, <laughs> if you guys are listening to this podcast and don't know any of this, these characters, haven't seen the show, um, Zenitsu loves women, um, <laughs> loves women. And the main demon, um, Enmo, he puts them to sleep, but he, he's tethered four kids to each of the four uh, demon slayers. And the child that is tethered to Zensusu is is a little boy. Um, so he's like furious that this boy has entered his subconscious when he's dreaming about Nezuko. 
Um, so he is chasing him with these giant scissors, looking crazed. Um, it's like hedge clippers. With, yeah, giant. Oh gosh, they're giant, and he just looks crazy. <laughs> and this poor little boy is just like running for his life, and he's just like, "Why are you here?" And trying to chop him, um, which is some comedic relief that we needed for these other, um, especially Tanjiro's subconscious. Yeah, just him being on a date with Nezuko and them just like <laughs> farting through the woods. And um, as we know, Nezuko's a demon, so she typically has like this, this mm-hmm. mouth guardian, so she doesn't accidentally bite anybody, but like it's off and she has dialogue and they're just frolicking through the woods. I'm like, oh my God. This, this dude's creepy. <laughs> it's really he is, creepy. He is. And he also has this like split personality. Because when he's in fight mode, he's such a badass. I love his voice, the action, the intensity. Like, it's so great. Mm-hmm. I thought that part of him came out in his subconscious when he was attacking the person. Right. They killed that so quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was mm-hmm. not the case. Right. Um, because we only see him attack legit when he has been knocked unconscious or when he's sleeping or or something. We never see. He doesn't know how good of a hero he is because he's always asleep. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, and then we go over to the next stream, which was also hilarious, which is Inosuke's, mm-hmm. where you see him. So his dream comes after Zenitsu's, and you see him walking with. Nezuko and Nezuko has the mouth guard in this time so I was like is he dreaming about her too like that's really really <laughs> freaking weird mm-hmm. and then it, it turns out that she's just one of his minions yep and Tanjiro and Zenitsu are minions as well but Zenitsu's like a squirrel like he's got this big buck teeth he's got a dorkier <laughs> voice and they're like going through this cave like going on adventures because he's like the big tough boss and they see right. like, this big creepy demon they're like come on minions let's go fight <laughs> which oh. also again ties into his line at the end like I am the best leader or whatever like he just wants to yeah. be a leader so badly yeah, he just he wants to be the badass. He wants to be the strongest. He wants to be the leader. Uh, he's got a great arc. Cause he's the type that it's like he comes off as like big and macho, but he he shows emotion a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really heartfelt whenever he does. Like when he lost the fight against the spider demons, like, like with how useless he felt, despite how awesome of a fight it was, mm-hmm. it was just like heartbreaking to see him just like really destroy. Like he's just laying in the bed, like not talking. And for him not to talk is a big deal, right? Uh, it's just the the character development in such a short amount of time is just very well done, right? Um, that being said, one of the funniest things I I thought was when he got his new swords. <laughs> and I was like, huh, they didn't put the, the bites the in chips. like they did in the first one. Because I, I thought the, the swordsmith did that. And he just grabs a rock and starts like putting it in himself. <laughs> yeah. And the swordsmith like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to kill so you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a funny moment. They, I mean, we they're definitely two good comedic relief characters that for this sure. show really, really needs for people like me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a. I, I think if they didn't place it where they did, like I'd mm. I'd be crying a lot more than, uh, than I would. Cause it's like start to tear up, laugh, start to tear up, laugh. But I'd right. be bawling if it wasn't for that. And speaking of bawling, crying like a baby, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about Ren Goku's dreams? 
Yes. Um, so it's been a few days since I saw this. Um, and I, he had a few flashbacks, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but this was when his father was asleep or reading and he was talking about how he's going to be a great demon slayer. And his mm-hmm. dad is basically like, I could care less. Yeah. And then his little brother comes out. And I, I honestly, I don't remember the conversation they had in, in this part of the dream. I know he's so that was later. That was the dream part of it where his dad was laying down. He tells him that he's a Hashira. And he was like, so what? It doesn't matter. And then he goes over to his little brother. His little brother is like, hey, how did dad respond? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I need to do to get a reaction? He was, he was blunt with him. He was like, you know what? He didn't care. The big smile that he has. And he just says, like, you know what? You need to do what makes you happy. Uh, if you want to train, let's train. But uh, we don't have to worry about his approval anymore. Which I thought it was it was interesting that this was his dream of, like, Peace. his happy moment. Mm-hmm. Because in a later scene, he has a flashback where he's talking with his mom. So it's interesting that it wasn't a scene of him interacting with his whole family as a whole before his mom was sick or maybe like she did survive and the dad was another great demon slayer and he was training with his brother like it was interesting that his subconscious took him to just his brother and not his family as a whole well i wonder if it's like the moment of realization that you're cutting this toxicity out of your life and that that is like inner peace that you're you're coming to terms that that's a toxic relationship i'm done with it i'm focusing on this my little brother and i'm going to make sure that he isn't going to get the same you know emotional abuse that rengoku went through yeah i think it was just an opportunity to see what his family relation was like yeah and um it seems like his brother might be a character that pops up in the near future oh absolutely i think he his final wish was for Tanjiro to go tell his family these things. Yeah. I think we have to see his little brother. And and um, he needs to get those books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to learn about his dad's fire dance cuz there's a lot there's a lot of mystery behind this element. Yeah. And we learn that it is very Naruto like in which that there's five elements. Uh there's fire, water, air, they call it stone, um, but I'm, I'm guessing like along the lines of earth, and then lightning, and then the other elements are Offshoots. based off mm-hmm. of that, which I, I like that they went into that uh, sooner than later, because there's a lot of interesting abilities that we see with like the beast modes and the insect modes and we got a guy that works with snakes so it's like how far off of each element are they do they have some type of relationship to each element like it's 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 a cool thing that i feel like they're about to dwell into Mm -hmm. and for the listeners in case you haven't been able to tell neither of us read the manga (laughs) we're just going off of the shows again i don't have time to read as much as i'd like to um but I'm also into cinematic stuff, so it's the the visual storytelling is is more entertaining for me personally. I'm glad that they went into that breakdown of the different elements and all the offshoots because I don't know that I really understood that before this movie, and maybe that's because I wasn't really paying attention at the beginning because I didn't love the show at the beginning. But getting that breakdown in this film was really beneficial to me. It, it just 
a lot of things clicked at that point. Like, oh, yeah, there is all these different. I mean, we've seen them. but I don't know if they never really explained it that way before. Yeah, I don't think I fully understood it either because there was there's 12 members of the Hashira and each of them have their own ability. Right. So that made me wonder, like, is there an ability for is there actually like 12 different arts and there's a master of each one? You're invited to explore cypress swamps and magical gardens and float along the rushing waters of an old-fashioned swimming hole. Plan your journey at visitmississippi.org slash outdooradventure. Mississippi, wanderers welcome. If that's the case, where does Tanjiro eventually fall into? Where does the beast mode fall into? So that's where the questions started coming in. So this kind of cleared up a lot of that stuff. And now I just right. kind of want to see how these... Uh, sub abilities start to fill in and if they have any access to do like what the 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 mothering ability actually is and they even mentioned that because tanjiro's sword is black that it's somebody who can't decide on an element Mm -hmm. we've seen him use water and fire so it's like is he gonna be somebody that's able to use multiple like more than this that's my prediction i think i think that he already seems to not so much master the water stuff, um, mm-hmm. but he's getting the knack of that. Um, and he's obviously going to learn fire because of the fire dance that his father did. He's going to follow yeah. in those footsteps. So I 100% think um, definitely water and fire, if not more. There may even be a situation where he has to prove himself to Rengoku's dad that he's worthy of those scrolls. Mm, I like that. That could be what gets him out of bed to just kind of like give a big fuck you. Wow. Yeah. It'll be interesting oh, to be see rough. how the next season starts and how this interaction plays out for sure. And the last dream sequence that we have is Tanjiro himself, mm. which as we covered at the beginning, the first episode is him leaving town to sell his charcoal and he's helping people. He gets so caught up helping people and just being a good human being that he spends the night somewhere, comes home, and his whole family is just murdered by demons, and his one sister, Nezuko, um, has turned into a demon herself. And he wakes up in this dream of everybody being alive, and he's conscious that they're alive. It's not like he just wakes up in this fantasy world. He sees his brother and sister and, like, runs up to hug them, just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. They're asking, like, what's wrong? And then you see him start to change a little bit. He's not in his uniform anymore. He has right. his longer hair again. He doesn't have a sword. So you see him like reverting back into his normal life. Starting to forget. Like he's forgetting um, why he's saying the things he does. And not as concerned about Nezuko in the same regard. Because the sun's out. And speaking to his mother and his siblings and playing with them. And it was... It was, it was heartbreaking to see him like yeah. with his family. Like we've only seen the interaction for so much uh, within season one, but like it was enough to just be like, oh no, why do we have to watch this right now? It definitely hurt. I mean, I'm getting teary eyed now thinking <laughs> about it, um, especially later when he realizes he has he's in the dream. He he his subconscious wakes up, um, and he knows he needs to leave, and he's saying goodbye and the little brother the t- the littlest brother is like don't leave us don't leave us I, uh like just through the heart yeah 
He can't even and look even back. like as he's running, like he hasn't heard Nezuko's voice in all this time either. Yeah. So when she says like Big Brother, where are you going? Mm-hmm. He just he loses stops. it. Everyone yeah. catches up and then his younger brother starts to yell for him and you see him start to change. His hair goes back to how it was, his uniform kicks in, the sword's coming out, so he's mm-hmm. breaking away, but like he's he's just he can't stop crying. Yeah. It's like he got Imagine a little glimpse of having his family back. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm so sorry, but there isn't a time that I'm not thinking about you. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, ugh. it was definitely tough to watch all that. Um, and the decisions that he has to make, obviously, he he realizes to wake up physically, he needs to kill himself in the subconscious. Yes. Um, so not only does he have to say goodbye to th- these people that he loves and he misses and get to be with Nezuko, um, he has to kill himself. And he doesn't know if it's going to work. Yeah, that too. It's like, what an intense sequence. And it, it goes from this intensity to another bit of uh, comedic relief when Nezuko comes out of her box. She's like, everyone's sleeping. Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And she notices the rope. She sees Tanjiro, like, flipping out. I don't remember what he was saying in his sleep. Mm-hmm. But she just straight headbutts him. And starts crying. I was like, oh, you poor little oh, I know. thing. Like, I know it's going to regenerate. <laughs> and she's in her chibi form. <laughs> yeah, she's so tiny. But at this point, I totally forgot that she has a demon art now. And her blood, like, explodes. Mm-hmm. Because that's how season one wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And he just catches on fire. And, like, all of it's just, like, clicking, like, in his dream. And it's like, oh, this is a dream. As it goes trying to wake me up right now. And I was like, right. But then, when he finally wakes up, like you expect it to be a heartfelt moment, she's just sitting there crying, like holding onto her head. Cause yeah. I do really like Nesuku a lot. She's one of, if not my favorite character. Yeah, she's, she's so adorable. Especially like when, when everybody's eyes are just like single black dots. Yes. That's the most adorable thing. I love it so much. <laughs> Yeah, but she, she's so adorable, but at the same time, although we didn't see it too, too much in this movie, but she's so badass as well. Like, she's yeah. really coming into her own. Obviously, she knows she wants to be human again. She's fighting the demon side of her. She's just such a awesome character, well-balanced, well-rounded. Yeah. I just can't wait to see how this ends. Yeah, so at this point, I think Inosuke is the next one to wake up. Because Tanjiro's already on the roof of the train. He tells Nezuko to, to stay back and watch out for the people. Mm-hmm. He finally gets the opportunity to go and confront Enmu. Mm-hmm. Um, again, his power is so creepy. Game of the heebie-jeebies. Like, hit the mouth on his hand is what's mm-hmm. telling him to go to sleep. So it's just this endless him falling asleep, chopping off his own head, waking up. <sighs> But that water dragon is so badass, like, as he's, like, shifting around, like, the dragon's going with it. And um, I I think one of my favorite scenes is when he finally got the cut in, like, on the initial body. Like, you see the sword make contact, it stops, and then the water dragon just comes, like, off screen. Wow, the Mm -hmm. visuals are just so amazing in this series. I cannot get over how beautiful it looks. And the music in that scene as well. Um when you when when Enmo starts to realize that it's not he's not fighting being put to sleep he is being put to sleep and he's killing himself every single time yeah. to wake up from the dream 
And like the music, the buildup of that and the animation and the music, it was just like that got me emotional too. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really well done. And here's one of the corpse that I had with the movie was that he got the the head chopped off and then we find out that he's still alive. He There's this big blob that comes out of the train, his head's on top of it. And that's when the reveal happens that he is the train. What I didn't like is that he merged with the train like in that moment, like while they were sleeping. I would have liked if he said something. This is probably like my only like big quirk with the movie. I would have liked if it was something along the line of like of the 200, no, of the 40 people he consumed, like each one gave them the ability to merge with it more. Mm. And then he was like at a good capacity by the, he was like, he was like building up for this, the fight with the Hashira. That would have amused me more than, oh, I just happened to do this at this convenient timing. Sure. So that's yeah. why I was like, okay, that, that irked me a little, but with Inosuke waking up on his own because he's chasing the, the person invading his subconscious with his minions, as he put it. And those two fighting together was epic. Amazing. What, what were your thoughts on that fight scene? It was so great to see this so soon in, in the overall story, too. Um, because, again, it goes back to how far they've come already. Especially for Inosuke. Like, to see him fighting with Tanjiro. And he, he, he saves him at one point. Um, because Tanjiro thinks he's in the dream, but he's really not... Um, so he almost kills himself for real. Um, yeah. And just the whole build up to that scene and coming up with the plan and executing the plan um, and all of the the ways that the plan gets thwarted and they have to work together. I'm, I'm really excited to see how not only these two work together, but the three of them, the four of them start to work together more and more as we move forward in the story. So... You mentioned the plan, the the dialogue throughout the fight scene was really interesting. Of and it's nothing new with Inusuke. Of whenever people tell him what to do, he's like, "No, I'm the boss. This is my plan." And but Tanjiro, he's all about the mission, so he's always like, "Yeah, good job. Yeah, that was you. Okay, I'll listen to you." Even though it's like, he's he's feeding into it so that they can just focus on that. It's not like him and um, Zenitsu who are just butting heads all the time. But at one point. Tanjiro comes up with the idea like hey let's synchronize our breathing mm. you fight the part that's defending and then I'll go in for the final hit and he was like that's such a good plan I'm going to give you credit for it and I was like <laughs> it's such a beautiful yep. moment it it's is. like I want to be the badass but I'm I'm going to acknowledge um, your great idea over here so good job buddy yeah um at this point, while this fight is going on, we see that Nezuko is protecting the people. So she gets big, eyes get wild, the nails come in, and she's just going wild on the train attacking the people and just protecting everybody. She's stomping and slashing, and that whole sequence was really cool. As the train starts to like grab onto her, and you're like... What is she going to do? Like, I thought she was going to, like, find a way to, like, stab herself and then have, like, the blood do the work. Right. Um, but no, we get to see that little sliver of Zenitsu actually being awesome. Yeah. Um, so this leads me to 
one of my big theories for the actual end of the entire story. Obviously, we okay. haven't read the manga. So Nezuku is the only one so far that has seen Zenitsu actually fight. Um, yeah. And she, like, she, um, not acknowledged, but remembers that. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the whole thing is trying to get her to go back to human. So I think she will be the one to tell him finally, like, you, you can fight. You fight in your sleep. <laughs> um, I would, I mean, I want him to realize beforehand, but, um, I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, the whole the whole split personality thing is a really interesting approach. I'm hoping we either get some. Actually, no, they have showed the backstory of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm hoping he grows up a little <laughs> bit. Like, I I want I love the relationship that Inosuke and Zenitsu have, but when it comes to these intense situations, like, I want the confident version of him, not the whiny mm-hmm. bitch version. And the way that he just shoots through the train and, like, just bounces around with slicing through and, like, his so head's good. just tilted down. He's holding the one stance. Mm-hmm. And Tanjiro even says from the top, I was like, was that Thunder just now? Is Zenitsu here? He's awake? Cool. And then at this point, Rengoku wakes up, too. He's like, wow, this much happens in the time that I was sleeping? Like, I should be ashamed of myself. And he's yeah. like, I'll handle five of the cars. You handle right. the rest. <laughs> the other three. The three and of like, you Tanjiro handle the other can't, three. <laughs> Tanjiro can't even, like, carry on with what he's doing because he was like, you're going to cover five cars by yourself? And him being as fast as he is, just slicing, burning everything up. And it was, man, that, the level of, detail in all of those fight scenes was just so beautiful it was so well done mm-hmm. and intense every fight scene we saw got more and more intense and like uh, amazing i don't know it's just a great movie <laughs> i can't wait to see it again just just watch the movie guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the only thing i wanted more of was the synchronized fighting with inosuke and tanjiro we'll like, get it going through and like I'm mean, just saying in that part. Yeah. In that part alone, it was just so well done. It's like, I want more. No, extend it, extend it. Don't stop it now. I want this part more. And aside from those fight scenes, when we got to this part of the movie where Tanjiro finally gets that slice in, it, it was creepy every time the whole train screamed and like the, the masses like actually like mm-hmm. seized and spazzed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was, again, gave me the chills. But when the train finally crashed, you find out everybody's okay, villains defeated. At this point, in my head, the movie was, oh, that's not bad. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed the series. It, it could have been more seasons of an, of the show, but mm-hmm. okay, I liked it. And then we get the big bad, Akaza. The real this big movie bad. This movie is nowhere near over. We have there a is lot a lot of more. shit that goes to Yeah. We have a lot of shit still going on, and I was like, I was sitting at the edge of my seat. I was like, "Yes, what is about to go down? That final battle was one of the best battles that I've seen in a long time, if ever. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right on the edge of my seat. I think I was sitting like this the whole time. Yeah, that's exactly how I was. Like my my <laughs> those who are trying to obviously can't see what we're doing. Like my my hands, my knees, my blah, blah, blah. all the appendages were doing something. My elbows were on my knees, was just like my hands together over my face. Like 
what's going mm-hmm. on? And one of the things I really appreciate about the show is that when somebody gets an injury of some sort, it's actually a factor. It's not like, right. my power is going to make me fight through this. It's like, no, I just got stabbed in the stomach. I physically can't move right now. Mm-hmm. And before Akaza comes up, when Goku was trying to tell him, he's like, remember your breathing, remember your total concentration, like, hold hold those vessels, find where you're hurt. And I like that they show that this, these abilities and these tactics can go, like, this far into, um, like, the self-development and the recovery and whatnot. And we see him trying to use that because he takes a lot of bad hits. A lot. And when the fight starts, it's so fast that, like, Tanjiro and Inosuke are both watching the whole time. And Inosuke's frozen. He was like, I can't find an opening. Right. I want to help out. And even if I try to, I'm just going to get in Rengoku's way. He's shivering. He can't mm-hmm. hold his sword still. That's how much like the intensity of this fight is freaking him out. And again, that just goes back to how much he's already grown as a character that he knows he will get in the way if he tries. Yeah. It, it happened on the train where it's like he tried diving in first and he had to be rescued. He didn't mm-hmm. admit to it, but we as an audience were just kind of like, he didn't want to repeat that. He's like, I'm following your orders at this point. You deserve my respect. My respect. And that fight was just insane. Like you see him going toe to toe. We think that our hero is going to be doing okay. And Mm -hmm. then he loses an eye. He loses a rib. He gets hit in the stomach and like everything. All of his moves were amazing. Like the timing of everything. And when he did, it was just so beautiful. But like the, the villain Akaza, who was one of the top demons who's killed Hashira members before he's been a demon for centuries was saying, it's like, dude, be a demon. You're mm-hmm. not even at the peak at your physical ability right now. So it's like, to find out that he died before he ever hit his peak, um, he was like, you could be a fighter with me. We could fight for eternity. We could do this. We could do that. And he was just like, I'm going to protect those beneath me. I'm going to do my job. Do it with a smile on my face. And at first, it was like, you see the intensity. Like, his face is just dropped. Um, we've never seen him frown or frustrated this much before. And then towards the end, when he's hitting like his final moves, that's when the smile really kicks in. And he's just like, man, it was, it was amazing. I, I need to watch just that fight scene alone. Over yeah. Again. Listeners, if you don't watch the show, just go see this movie for this fight scene. <laughs> it was amazing. Like you, you need to do this for yourselves. I'm Treat worried yourselves. if you guys have been listening this far and haven't watched the show or the movie yet. <laughs> if, well, if you're listening and haven't watched it, obviously you appreciate animation. Therefore, <laughs> you should go see this movie and see this fight scene. <laughs> That's what I love about this cast, too, is that so many people overlook how great the storytelling is and how beautiful these fight sequences are because it's animated. Right. And it's like, no. It's it's good stuff. And I think a lot of anime... It. Exactly. I think a lot of anime shows um, have great stories and have such mm-hmm. heartfelt arcs. Um, and it gets such a bad reputation for, for being animated. And it's like, no, it's... Yeah. Um, like, my 16-year-old cousin is, is dating a boy who likes anime. And she's like, but it's anime. Like, that's weird. I'm like, but it's so good. Like, watch it with him. Good. Yes, um, but she's like, I'm 16. I'm not going to watch a cartoon. I'm like, it's not a cartoon. It's it's an animated 
story. <laughs> this movie's rated R, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> For good reason. Right. And yeah, it's one of it's those dark. things. One of those things I appreciate about anime too is that like they'll go on for like eight to ten years but they know where they want to start they know where they want to end mm-hmm. and yeah you have filler episodes here and there which you can find a list that lets you skip over that but like it it knows the direction that it's going in whereas like a lot of tv series is kind of like well we got renewed for another season like how do we make the most money out of this <laughs> right um which is why i'm so excited like i've told you over and over again today to see where this goes um, to see how these characters grow as as heroes and what happens to Nezuko. Does Zensuso ever figure out he can fight? How does Inosuke, like, how does this all play out in the end? And I just can't wait. Like, I know it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. That's the annoying thing about anime, too, is they got to wait, like, two years between each season. <laughs> Which I haven't ever watched an anime live so this will be my first time Mm. having to wait this long all the animes i've seen have been um you know they're they're seasons and seasons and seasons already okay Mm -hmm. yeah it was it's interesting thinking back on naruto because it wasn't too far into it when i started but that was in middle school when it started and i was in college when it ended Mm -hmm. Uh, that was a long time to tell a really good story um, but yeah, this fight ends up with him using his ninth form. He goes in with, I mean, it was awesome. You see the slash like go right up the chest and you think that it's like, cool, like our hero's actually going to survive, but mm. arm through the chest and he still manages to slice through and get the blade to the neck. Couldn't quite break through. <sighs> But at this point, it was really cool how Tanjiro was like, this is our opportunity. We have to help out no matter what. Mm-hmm. And uh, Inosuke actually has the speed to go dive in and actually like shoots up and goes. And I was like, oh my god, he's actually going to help. This is going to be super awesome. And Akaza, just being the badass that he is, just broke both of his arms off. Yeah. And just managed to run away. Which It was cool that Tanjiro like, threw the blade into him to try to slow him down. Hopefully he doesn't have to go get his third blade in a short amount of time. <laughs> but Rengoku's sword is broken. And he's just mm-hmm. like, he's dying. And Tanjiro's like, dude, save your breath. It's like, nope. No, I'm dying. Need to tell you. Can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. Have a conversation with me. We have things to talk about. We need to we need to finish our discussion from before. Because before we uh, go the into dreams... That- I want to go back to their battle and how Rengoku is getting hurt and hurt and hurt. And this asshole is just killing himself over and over quick. Like the fastest we've ever seen. And it's like, come on. This is, ugh. It's just frustrating to watch. Which, which, well, I'm glad you brought that up because Tanjiro's dialogue where it was like, you didn't win this. Right. You're a demon that's running away like a coward because the sun is coming up. Like, if it wasn't for your stupid regenerative ability, like, you would have been dead 20 times over. Like, mm-hmm. our guy won this. You guys are pathetic. And the most important thing is not a single passenger died. Yeah. Rengoku saved everybody. And that is the main reason why he said, Rengoku won. You didn't kill anybody. And yeah. you're the coward. And I am excited to see the battle between Tanjiro 
in Azuka. <laughs> yeah. We have some intense battles coming up. Yeah. I mean, this very, one. A lot of very, emotional filled ones. Our first one was crazy. Oh, man. The crow crying. Oh, I know. Because, like, when the crow comes up, that's when it's like, okay. He's time. here to like mark history, like something's about to go. On. And as he's flying away to like deliver the message, like he cries too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes. No, no. And to see, you see all... the reactions of all the Hashira. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see how they all reacted um, because we've seen a little bit of their personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a good way to see how they react to bad news um, and just give us a sneak peek into what we're going to see and how, how their characters are also going to grow in the series. Yeah, and there was there was quite a few of the Hashira that were, like, opposing keeping Nezuko alive. And it was really important that, that we had dialogue of Rengoku saying, like, I approve of this. I watched her protect people. She's, mm-hmm. par- she's part of the Demon Slayer Corps, as I'm concerned. And that's something that's going to irk a lot of people. But we're going to see where the story really goes with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go buy my tickets right now to see it again. If you can, those theaters were, like, packed. I mean, within capacity standards, but they were yeah. packed. It was really hard to find tickets. Yeah, I think we we got, like, um, there were four left when we went to buy our tickets. Yeah. Um. So And we got two of those. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's worth watching in theaters again. That was... For sure. Amazing. Um, there was another point that I wanted to hit, and it's just slipping my <laughs> mind now. Oh, what really, really got me more than the crow was when everybody was crying, and Inusuke is like, "Shut up, stop yes. crying." He stopped saying, "How am I supposed to like be better than him or part of him or whatever?" Like he gave you his blessing. He said that he believes in us. And like at this part, that's what I love about Inosuke is like he comes off as the hard ass, but like we mm-hmm. see him, like how he really dwells with stuff. And even at this point, like I'm, I'm about ready to just lose it. I'm about to start like bawling, and Zenitsu goes, "But you're crying too." <laughs> Boom! Classic headbutt. I'm not crying. Who said I'm crying? And then he's just punching Tanjiro like, "Let's like, go train." The tears are coming train. out of your mask. <laughs> It's like we gotta train right now. Like we can't waste time. Like mm-hmm. he's he he sacrificed himself for us, and for him to mm. like say so much and so little was just man. He's such a mm-hmm. powerful character. It's amazing, and I hate that I was so attached to Rengoku in this movie, and now like he's just dead. So his they really a fantastic character. They really made you care about him. Yeah. Um. Early on in the film, and and just his arc that we've seen in just a two hour movie was incredible. So you're right to see the rest of the Hajiro and how they all like what their arcs are, how they interact with the the core four and just, are we going to care about anybody? I mean, we've seen a lot of um, Shinobu, um, but the rest of them, we haven't really seen too much. Oh, well, the one guy, um, Gaiyu, Giyu, Giyu, um, the first guy that has saved him in the spider, the spider infested woods. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tomioka. 
I love mm-hmm. that dude. Mm-hmm. It's just so graceful. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see a lot more of him. Yeah, it'll just be uh, interesting to see how we feel about the other, especially those who don't want Nezuko in the core. Um, yeah. Do we care about them too? How do they, you know, how do their battles play out? Um, if anyone else dies, how are we going to feel about those deaths? Because um, this one, Renogu was so heartfelt and so impactful and, and really like affected the viewers. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good story to still be had. Mm-hmm. Keep your tissues ready. <laughs> I sure will. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I think we covered it. Do you have any predictions for the rest of the series? Man, like I said, the show is just so new. Listeners, as much as we'd love to hear your feedback, uh, try not to spoil any of the Amanga stuff for us if you've Please. read it. Uh, let's just kind of keep with what we've seen on screen so far because I love the show and I want to go in blind as much as a human as possible. Um, yeah, I don't have any wild wild predictions except what i said that uh tanjiro is going to approach rengoku's father at some point and he's not going to want him to see the information or not care what he has to say because it seems like he's going through some stuff right now so either the little brother is going to step up or tanjiro is going to have to find rengoku's father that's that's i think that's about the only prediction i have yeah i like the idea of his little brother giving him the books yeah but I definitely think the next season is going to start out. E- either they'll be on their way or they'll be there already to Rengoku's family. Yeah. Anything else? No. Go see the film. Go see the film. Go watch it again and again. I'm going to find that clip on YouTube and cry myself to sleep now. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Love to hear feedback from you guys. So you can hit us up at Twitter at, at animationdelib1, or you can email us at animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on the Stranded Panda chat on Facebook. Love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, your predictions, what you thought of the movie, all of your wow moments. And hopefully we can cover some more anime for you guys soon. Um, check out strandedpanda.com for all of our affiliate podcasts. We have the flagship show, MCU cast, uh, Star Wars Universe podcast, where we're really going to be talking about Bad Batch and others such as Pandavision and Binger's Assemble. Um, typically, Jay Scotty does all this, and so I'm just trying to like recollect everything at the last second. We also have trivia, 7 o'clock central every wednesday lots of cool prizes come on by hang out with us afterwards ask us questions have a chat always a good time every week and i think that is all sarah day thank you so much for joining me on this thank you so much for having me everyone enjoy the rest of your day and stay whelmed